Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I have the privilege of sharing communion with you this morning. And I'm just excited to talk about what I feel like God has been revealing and sharing to me through my own study. And I hope that you have a longer lesson that will come from this someday in the future. Uh, I've been reading through First and Second Peter, and now First John, which is what I'm going to talk about today. But uh, I'm just going to start off with a little bit of encouragement from First John, chapter one. It's going to be starting in uh, verses one to three. Basically, First John, John was in uh, the Apostle John was in uh, Asia at this point. The, the church is in Asia, and there was some heresy, uh, Gnosticism, and, and things that were going around, which Paul writes about some in, in Colossians too, but people were saying, yes, Jesus came and he, he taught things and he did these great things, but that he, he wasn't really, he didn't come in the flesh, he didn't come as a human, but more as like a spirit, or more as God, but not as a human. Uh, and so John just kind of starts off, and, and Peter did it, and, and Peter as well, just kind of trying to put that argument to, to rest. So I'm going to give you that little bit of encouragement that, that starts off the letter. It says, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of life. The life appeared, we have seen it and testified to it, and we proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with the Father and has appeared to us. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard, that you may also that you also may have fellowship with us, and our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. Uh, and in you know Second Peter chapter one, he says you know the prophetic message is completely reliable that they didn't follow cleverly invented stories. So they're both kind of here saying this isn't a made-up story. We were here, we witnessed these things, and that's why we're we're writing to you about it so that you can believe. And I think. There are people that will say similar things in today's age. And so I just wanted to start off with that encouragement that Jesus was a real person that walked the earth, that, uh, that died on the cross, uh, and that we can, we can rely on these eyewitness, you know, testimonies of people that were here with him. You know, John kind of purposely mentions a lot about the physical nature of Jesus. You know, like the Gospel of John, chapter 1, it talks about the Word becoming flesh. And it seems like a point that he really tried to drive home uh, that that happened. Um, throughout, the, throughout the rest of you know, the book of John, he talks a lot about, talks a lot about love. He talks a lot about uh, living, a, living a life of love. And I think that makes sense, being that you know, Jesus was, was his rabbi. And the idea of you know, rabbi and, and disciples was a lot of like imitation and mimicry and he was meant to act like Jesus, teach like Jesus, follow Jesus, try to imitate Jesus. And Jesus himself, when he says, you know, love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself, that sums up everything that that God, you know, has taught through the, the apostles and the prophets. And, and John is kind of trying to sum up that same message here. And he's talking about, you know, if, if he's a disciple, if we're going to be disciples of, of Jesus, we have to live that, that out the same way that, that Jesus did, to love, uh, to live with, with love. Uh, and I think the cross is the ultimate uh, example of, of those things, that 
the whole reason that, that Jesus came to the cross was an act of love to God who you know, wanted to be with us and couldn't be with us because of our sin. So he, he had to do something about it. So Jesus came as an act of love for, for God to, be, to help him to be reunited with us, but then also with us that we don't need to be, you know, so he separated himself, you know, on the cross when he, and it was the first time in his existence that he was separated from God, but he did that out of love for God and, and love for us. And I just wanted to read a, a passage in First John 4. synopsis of that, starting in verse 7. It says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. And I think that is that's what brings us all here on, on a Sunday morning, is that you know, we haven't seen it says, you know, we haven't seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete. So that the way that we're going to see God or that we're going to help people to see God uh, is to, to be here in fellowship with one another, loving one another, uh, and loving God together, really trying to imitate you know, Christ's time on this earth. And in 2 Corinthians, Paul talks about how Christ's love compels us because we're convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. And I think that is uh, why communion is so important, why it's really the crux of, of any service on a Sunday. Let's bow our heads and take our moment to pray. Dear God, thank you for, uh, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for uh, not leaving us separated from you, God, but that you sent Jesus here on this earth uh, to live a life that, that sets an example for us and uh, then even to, to set that example through his death, God. That he's reunited uh, us with with you through the cross, God, through conquering sin and conquering death, uh, where we're able to be here to worship you, uh, to, both through through song and, and through through love of you, through your word, uh, but also the, the fellowship and the love with one another. Uh, thank you for thank you for that love, God, and I thank you for for helping me to better see you and to better understand you and, and Jesus through uh, my relationships with the people in this room. Uh, and the love that we have for one another. Thank you for the body and the blood.